right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Art Pappas. Art is the CEO of Bullhorn. Art, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So before we jump into Bullhorn and email analytics and a lot of good stuff, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background. Sure, yeah. So uh, so <laughs> both my parents were doctors, and growing up it was uh, – it, it was just assumed that I was going to go into medicine. You know, just about everybody in my family is in medicine or dentistry. And um, I got to Tufts University and, uh, you know, started down the pre-med course, uh, but ended up majoring in mathematics because I really loved problem solving. And about my junior year, somebody said to me, hey, um, I've got a data entry job at this company in Boston and it pays $10 an hour and they're looking for more interns. And so $10 an hour when I was in college seemed like an extraordinary sum of money. Uh, so I took, I took the data entry job um, only to discover that data entry is perhaps like the worst form of, of torture that you can possibly uh, imagine. And I was you know, given a stack of papers, and you got to enter this data into a computer. I, I lasted like two hours, Brent, before uh, I, I declared, like, I have to go. I have to like, figure out how to solve this problem, not just for me, but all the other poor interns like me who have to do this drudgery. So um, I had taken like, a computer programming course, and I, I actually got, um, got the data from my boss on a floppy disk. It sort of dates me, up, of course. Uh, and I figured out how to automate getting the data out of the format it was in in a Excel file and, uh, and turn it into data that could be pumped into a database directly. Um, and my boss you know, obviously noticed what I was doing, and he said, well, you know, why don't you go work in R&D? And uh, my first project as a programmer at that company was to automate the workflow of some of the support folks um, on the help desk. And their, their job was so tedious and drudgerous that um, when I automated their work and, and eliminated a bunch of things they had to do and data entry, it was like, like sort of a light went off for me. It was like, like these, these people were so grateful and thankful. It was like I had healed them. Um, that like I had this revelation that like eliminating data entry is my way of being a doctor. Um, so so like I my parents didn't buy it, but for me it was like okay I, I'm I'm doing something that I'm really passionate about, and uh, you know they still ask me if I'm going to go back to med school uh, someday, but <laughs> but it's it's uh, I've found an awesome career like my whole career in, in trying to eliminate data entry and change the way people work. Um, so when I started Bullhorn, uh, about probably about a year after college, so I worked for that company, Thompson Financial Services, for a year, and then uh, then started Bullhorn, and uh, that was back in the heyday of 1999, when um, when the internet was going crazy, and so that was a that was a pretty pretty crazy time to start a business. Well, tell us a little bit about Bullhorn because. Quite honestly, you're, you're a CRM application that kind of grew out of professional services and helping recruiters keep track of you know, contacts, but you're a full-fledged CRM that a lot of folks really don't know about. Yeah, yeah. So, so we did. We got our start in a, a niche industry, in the staffing industry, which 
um, a lot of people don't know about uh, unless they've interacted with recruiters, um, like third-party recruiters and staffing agency folks and trying to find a job. But um, we, we started in that industry sort of by serendipity. Uh, I had a, a friend who who uh, had a business and, and she needed help and it was sort of the classic case for, for um, you know, internet-based CRM. She had a couple offices and they, they couldn't communicate with each other and you know, putting a, a CRM database in the cloud made a ton of sense for her business. Um, the interesting thing about that business though is that uh, the staffing industry, it's really high turnover and it's, it's generally a low margin business. So, so there is no shelfware in the staffing industry. The, it's a lot of owner operators. They never buy software and don't use 100% of it. It's like they're very focused on return on investment because they're spending their own personal money. And, um, and I think that because we sort of grew up focused on one industry to start. Now we, you know, now we focus on a bunch of different industries um, and have customers across a wide set of, of markets. But I think the, the starting there, that, that really was incredible training for us on you know, how to sort of change the way people use software and how to, how to make sure people actually get a ton of value without having to do a lot of work. So we developed some really powerful stuff around you know, changing the way people have to enter data and making sure that we can deliver insights without people having to take any action or you know, even use the software necessarily. Like, you know, my goal is like if the customer never has to, the user never has to even log in, but they can get value from all the data I'm capturing, then I'm doing something right. Yeah, let's, let's focus in on the uh, uh, part of that data in, in, from a sales perspective, really, and how salespeople interact and, and try to build relationships. They live in their email applications, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of information in those email a uh, applications that they use. Maybe you could talk a little bit about, just give us an idea of what uh, email analytics is in general and how it can help, uh, particularly small business, uh, not small businesses, but salespeople, you know, a lot of small business people are salespeople. So how does email analytics help a person grow relationships with folks they're trying to do business with? Yeah, I think at the fundamental level, most people get that they should keep good notes on their customers and prospects. Like everybody, it's sort of motherhood, motherhood and apple pie. You know, you've got to keep good records on, on people. But, but it's hard, and it takes time and energy to go note-take and you know, put notes in the system and put you know, appointments in the system. And what happens is that people sort of treat it like, um, you know, they sort of treat it like their expense report. Yeah, I've got I to gotta file my expense report, and, you know, and I've got to put my notes in my, in my CRM. And, and we looked at that and said, you know, that, that's a huge problem for us if people view the system as, as a chore. You'll never get like rich information on the customer. And then you'd walk into, we, we would walk into our early customers and we'd see like they'd, they'd be spending their whole day in Outlook in their email and then flip back and forth between you know, our system and Outlook. And um, to me that was like, okay, like why, why should they have to go to my system 
at all. They are communicating with people. It is digital. It can be tracked. It can be tied back to customers or companies. So we came up with this concept of that you should be able to interact with customers seamlessly just as you normally would. But in the background, a database of information about those people is building automatically without you having to do anything. And then what we do is we put analytics on top of it. So, and analytics is just a fancy way, um, and I hate tech jargon, right? So it's like really what we're doing is organizing information automatically about who's talking to who at the customer. Uh, who has the best relationship with the customer, what the communication has been, what the patterns have been, like do, does this customer respond to us, uh, or do we have to email them a lot or call them a lot to get them to engage. But if you are building that automatically, the, the insight you can get is, is really, really powerful. And you know, we, we say to, to, to people, like, you know, our goal is to have you not using our software to enter data, but, but using our software to understand what's going on in your customers and your relationships. And um, I think that it's kind of like almost like um, it's almost like the difference between using a taxi or Uber or um, use, you know, calling a restaurant for a reservation or using open table. It's kind of like this you know, we talk about like the millennial mindset and it's not it's not like we're CRM for millennials, but the millennial mindset is like it should be easy, convenient, fast. It should be able to process lots and lots of information and distill it down in a second. And that's, you know, we really focus on this, you know, transformative approach to saying you have all this communication with customers. It's got tons and tons of inf rich information in it. Let's harvest that for you. Let's organize it and let's help you make sense of it so that you can win more deals and keep your customers happy. So let's, yeah, let's maybe uh, talk about this whole idea. When it comes to sales, I've been kind of on this kick around insights versus instincts and what's the proper mix uh, going and, and, and how will that mix change going forward as systems like yours and others make it easier for folks to, to focus on the core of their uh, relationship as opposed to trying to remember certain things. Uh, let's talk about yeah. the importance of that. I mean, it seems like you, know, you have systems like yours that if you're looking for a reason for a salesperson uh, to use a system like this, it's because they don't have to remember to do things. It just kind of prompts and allows them to really focus on using yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think about a lot, Brent, is like, uh, we have a customer, and I'll give you an, a, a real live example. A customer comes to us and they say, "Look, you know, we're struggling because we have we have a bunch of salespeople and a bunch of service people that touch our accounts and even finance. And what happens is a customer will email the sales rep and say, "Hey, uh, I need to talk because I'm frustrated about what's going on in my account." And that that kicks off a process. The first thing the salesperson does is they go in the customer database and they try and figure out like, okay, who, who's involved in this account? Nobody's put notes in or the notes are spotty. The last note was from two months ago. Obviously, that's not going to help. Um, you know, maybe they look at like service tickets or service issues. You know, then, they, then, they, then the email chain starts. 
and, and the salesperson puts like 15 people on the distribution. Like, okay, uh, anyone talking to my contacts at Bank of America? And then, you know, oh, you should talk to John. You should talk to Pete. Pete says no. Talk to finance. They've got a problem with their bill. And, and you get this runaround, and there's like this extraordinarily difficult process to figure out what's going on. So what does a salesperson do? They get on the phone with the customer, and they get mangled. Like, okay, tell me what's happening. Well, why don't you know what's happening? Like, I thought I was your most important customer. And it's, it's really uncomfortable. And sometimes it's like little stuff like miscommunications. And if you're in a business where you rely upon, you know, delivering great service, like this stuff really is painful. And so the customer said to us, okay, can you help with this? So we, we did a pilot and we implemented. And the first thing that they said is like, okay, now when a salesperson gets that kind of a call, they just pull up the account in, the, in Bullhorn and they say, all right, uh, I can see that the last person to communicate with it, this customer was John, and John sent them an email about a billing question. And I can also see the actual email itself, and it looks like John made a mistake and added a zero to one of the numbers, and of course the customer's upset. But I can diffuse that on the phone right now and go, oh, that was a typo. Oh, okay, great. Oh, and, and also like the sales rep looks like a hero because um, and this isn't rocket science, but it's like you look like a hero if you know what's going – like if the left hand knows what the right hand is doing, the customer says, wow, you guys are really good at service. You guys must really have great internal communications. And what we're really doing is, no, you don't have, you don't have to have any internal communications. You just have to have good visibility into, your, into like who's saying what to your customer. And it's sort of like, is that insight, Brent? I don't know, but it certainly helps with like, it certainly is like uh, insight maybe, that's like a special thing, but it's sort of just like, it's awareness, right? And it's that power of, of total awareness. And, and you've got to get all the data if you want to have that kind of power. And you've got to make it easy to access. Like it can't be, you know, it can't take half an hour of research to figure out what's going on. You've got split seconds when you're on the phone with a customer. And I think that's the – so when you talk to these customers, they're like, this has changed my life. Like I'm so much more empowered and I'm so much more in control that my customers – I'm more confident with customers. I'm able to be a better solution provider. I'm, I'm better able to troubleshoot challenges in their business. And you get to trusted advisor a lot quicker. Um, and that, of course, helps you sell more, more business. Very good. All right, this is really uh, great. Where if we look uh, a year or two out from now, uh, is email analytics also going to grow too? And I think you you might already be working on some of this stuff. You, you text uh, text and message analytics or social analytics. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So so uh, in mail is coming out uh, very soon. So we do we today we do email, we do text. Uh, we can. We are now uh, working on InMail. Um, we're making a big enhancement to the way we do texting uh, n later this year, and then uh, phone as well. So we'll be able to. And what we're working on is trying to get the transcription of the conversation that you had with the customer logged in the system automatically. And if we can get that, then that's sort of like um, 
you know, then, we, then every, every system you use uh, to, to communicate with customers, we're capturing data. So we, can take, we could take data from a, a, you know, customer service surveys or, or customer support tickets. And then you know, we take the, all this stuff and we look at it and we say, let's, let's help you get a total picture of the customer. Um, and that's, that's, that's sort of the, the vision is that you know, wh whatever you use to communicate with customers, we're there giving you the total picture of, of all the communication, all the interaction, and all the transactions. Where can people uh, go to learn more about what you guys are up to? Well, bowhorn.com is, is, uh, is, you know, is the website, and then you know, we're at bowhorn on Twitter. Um, and that's a, a great way to interact with us. And of course, people can reach me on Twitter at, at Art 